0: Hello everybody and welcome to Jags Across the Pond official podcast. I'm Jamie Phillips and I am on my own tonight, so a slightly different setup to what we're used to. Um, Usually I'm joined by my co-host Robson, however he is running late back from work and was unable to record this evening, so I have been left to do this on my own. Um, It's quite a surreal experience, just looking into a laptop, speaking to absolutely no one. So I do apologise if this turns into an absolute car crash. I was originally going to start off with a joke and said I've now made it big time as I appeared on Jaguars Weekly yesterday. Um, So I don't need Robson anymore but that's definitely not the case because I'm absolutely bricking it going into this podcast. So reason we are here today is because we are going to discuss our matchup against the Texans for our Sunday night game, at 6 pm kickoff. What's going to happen, the lowdown of what will happen today is I'm going to quickly talk about the the history between the teams. I'll then talk about the current season so far and then I'm going to break down how we can look at attacking the Texans and trying to come away with that almighty win. I do have a few notes from Robson, which I will read out as well. And also, we are going to look at some of our podcast reviews, finish off with our score predictions. So, let's start off with the history between the teams. It's not very good reading for us Jags fans this week, as the Jags and Titans have played each other 36 times, Texans have won 23 of those affairs. And Jags have won the other 13. The Texans are unbeaten against us in four four encounters. The last time we beat them was back in the 27 season when we did the double over them. Back in the 17th of December 2017, we actually recorded our best ever win against the Texans, which was 45-7. Last season, when they came over to Wembley Stadium, they absolutely embarrassed us. Possibly one of the worst ever games I've actually watched Jags play against the Texans. And I know there's a few few of our friends out there who experienced that firsthand as their first first game live, and yeah, it wasn't a great experience for the game, if in all honesty. Previously, when we played them at the NRG Stadium last season, we went out and lost 13-12. That was a controversial game, controversial decision at the end because we decided to go for the two points to try and get the win instead of going for the one to tie the game and go into overtime. Obviously, we did have a lot of momentum on our side and we believed we were going to get in for the two Um, Which wasn't the case and obviously we took away the loss. Overall, the Texans have scored 786 points against us and we have scored 693. So Texans have scored 93 more points overall against us over the years. So not a pretty sight, not pretty reading from that. But we move on to this 2020 crazy season where the texans are currently 0 and 4 and the jags are 1 and 3 this is looking to be a very very good close matchup the texans are 0 and 4 however they have lost to four very very good sides that being the chiefs the ravens steelers But then surprisingly last week they did also go out and lose to the Vikings who haven't had the best of starts this season either. So looking at the matchups between the two. So top line, Watson has thrown for 1,092 yards. Minshew beats him with a total of 1,138. Their best running back is Johnson who has ran for a total of 197 yards over the four games, whereas our best running back is Robinson, who has ran for a total of 285 yards. Their best receiver so far has been Fuller, who has received 274 yards, and our best is DJ Chark, who has received 204 yards. In total, the Texans have only put up 80 points on the board this season, whereas the Jags have put up 95. The Texans have conceded 126 points and the Jags have conceded 117. In total, Watson and the gang have scored nine touchdowns, whereas Minshew and the Jags team have scored 11 Texans average 254 passing yards per game, Jags average 262, and a big one here, the Texans only managed to run on average for 73 yards per game, where our Jags run on an average of 104 yards. The total time of possession between the two, so Texans have been on the field on average for 24 minutes and 15 seconds whereas the Jags on average are on the field for a total of 28 minutes and six seconds and probably one of the biggest factors we're probably going into this season and um, this game the average penalty yards per game for the Texans only sits at 30 whereas the average penalty yards on the Jaguars each game sits at 58 but those stats mean absolutely nothing number one because this is a division rival this is the Jacksonville Jaguars going away to the Houston Texans and number two the Texans have played much more difficult teams than what the Jags have played so far this season not a fixtures list that I would have liked to have seen Jaguars playing this year but we're going into this matchup with a win under our belt. We also still have a head coach which the Texans don't have right now. They're using their interim an interim guy. So how are we going to go out and beat this Texan side? That's the question that we're going to try and answer for you right now. Robson has sent me some notes, so I'm gonna read this out to you now, so please bear with me. So on offence he has said, We can beat the Texans with being physically dominant up front on the O-line and helping Robinson in the run game. They only have one major threat in my eye, which is JJ Watt. We take care of him and I think we'll be right as rain. Also, the defence has a lot of different pieces, not only on the field but off it in a new DC this year. So we can hopefully exploit that and make inroads. We've got to execute the play action. Minshew has to release the ball earlier, for sure. But I can see us having a lot of chances if we block up front and try to smash them with a big play, as Chark, Chenault and Cole have looked scary so far. I will read out Robson's predictions a little later on. So for me, I'm going to start off talking about our defence. I... Always seem to pull the short straw talking about the defence, but today I'm going to get to speak about both. Um, I'll start with the defence and say, again, it's not very, very good reading. You all clearly know that for watching the Jags over the last four weeks because you've seen teams put up points against us and a lot of yards. So on average, the Jags defence allows 404 yards a game, which is 138 rushing And 261 passing yards. On those 138.5 rushing yards, that sits us 28th in the NFL. We also concede on average 29.3 points a game, which sits us 23rd in the NFL. So that is quite a bad defense. And I do remember reading something on social media that if we continue to play the way we are playing on defense... The records and the stats are showing that we could have the worst defence in Jaguars franchise history this season. So we need to start turning things around. Last week we watched us really crumble in the run game, especially against Joe Mixon, which is something that we've actually done really well on in the previous three weeks. So we're going up against a Texan side who haven't really used the run very well this season. So it does give us an opportunity to get that back to a positive ways and stopping Johnson and even Deshaun Watson from running for quite a few yards this week. So that's priority number one. Stop that run game and keep us happy and healthy with that. But the biggest issue again is going to be Deshaun Watson with his arm throw into his multiple different receivers. So Deshaun Watson, he has his main man this year, which is looking like Will Fuller. Um, He has scored two touchdowns and he's received 22 targets, 18 of which he has caught. But he also has some strength with Cobb, who has uh, also received 213 yards and scored a touchdown, and also has Cooks at wide receiver, who has had 21 targets. He has only caught 10 of those balls, though, and hasn't scored a touchdown and also received 138 yards. But their third biggest threat above Cooks is their tight end, who has scored a touchdown. He's had 15 receptions, 14 of which he's completed, and ran for 168 yards. So we've really got to look out on our secondary this week. It's going to be a difficult task because I don't know what team we're going to be fielding because there is a lot of questionable injuries. Um, Most notably, CJ Henderson is still questionable. We've obviously had to place um DJ Hayden onto the injury reserved list. Wilson is eligible to come off the IR list now. But it's yet we are yet to know whether or not he will be making appearance this week and he is fit and coming back from that hamstring injury. Miles Jack is also questionable. Obviously, he went off the field in the third quarter in last week's game. We don't know whether he's gonna be participating this week. He didn't practice on Wednesday and we haven't had the kind of practice and injury report for Thursday as of yet. So, defence, just to summarise, our biggest issue is clearly the secondary this week. Again, um, I think Deshaun Watson has a good arm and probably one of the better QBs we're going to go up against this season. I can see him getting quite a few passing yards on us again this week and also running quite a bit as well because he is a very mobile quarterback. Hopefully, because it is a division rival and it is a big game for us, our secondary can really, really step up and stop the Texans from getting these cheap yards and running in for touchdowns like we have allowed to happen, especially over the last two weeks. In our first two divisional games, we, we came out really, really strong and obviously we had that shock win against the Colts But also we played extremely well against the Titans, um, which that could have gone either way and we could have won that game also. So hoping that with it being a divisional game, there's going to be fire in the defence's belly and they're really going to go out there and pull out all the stops. The one positive so far for the defence is that the Texans have only on average been scoring 20 points. They only scored 23 points against a Vikings team that has been quite questionable and not looked very good. So they only scored 23 points against those last week. So if Jags can try and keep the offence on the field a lot longer, sound like a broken record as I seem to be saying it every single week, but if the Jags can really stay on that field a lot longer and continue to march down the field and get the first downs continuously... ...throughout the game and stay on the field as long as possible, we could really, really do well this week... ...providing our guys stay fit and come back healthy and ready to fight. The offence could really go out and have a day this week because the Texans defence is not looking very good whatsoever. Probably suffering the same sort of cracks as we are on our defence... The only thing to note about those is that they are not conceding anywhere near as many silly penalties as we are though. So talking about our offence, we have got our three main receiver guys being Keelan Cole, DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault. All of those three guys are going to play a big key part in giving Minchu the confidence to throw the ball downfield and to get those passing yards and hopefully to score a couple of nice touchdowns but for me the biggest biggest thing we need to do this week which I said they need to do last week was run the damn ball james robinson just needs to be given that ball and to plow his way down that pitch he is averaging well over 4 yards per carry so let's continue to give him that ball he can get 4 4 Four yards again. that continues to get us a first down. It keeps us on the field, it gets us down the field, and it will result in scores. Um, I don't know why we abandoned the run game so early on on Sunday um, because that's what we need to do stand that field. We went in at half time with the lead, we should have been wasting the time on the clock instead of allowing the Bengals to go out and score a lot of points on us so looking at the Texans defense ever so quickly the Texans are allowing an average of 31.5 points per game which ranks them the 27th in the NFL they concede 393 yards overall which is ranked 22nd and they on average concede 181 rushing yards which is the worst in the NFL this season. Let's give this ball to James Robinson and let him have a day, a lovely big divisional rival game day win. Looking at our other players, as Robson said previously, we need to look at our um, play action a lot better and execute our plays a lot better and a lot more quickly. Because we need to stop their players from being able to come at Minshew and get the sacks on him. Because they have, obviously, the notorious JJ Watt, who everybody respects dearly. But in this game, we need to stop him from going out there and recording the sacks. And it's not just all down to him. Um, I mean, he's recorded two sacks this season. But their other defensive end has also recorded two sacks as well. So where we might give JJ Watt the respect and whack two guys on him to stop him from getting through, that is probably going to leave open a gap for someone else to come through. So I think that other defensive end has picked up two sacks. And I think one of their linebackers has also picked up a couple of sacks. So they have picked up a total of 10 sacks this season. So they are going to be looking at getting up Minshew, getting the pressure on him. So it's a real test for our O-line this week to really step up to the mark and stop them from getting through to Minshew. And moving on to Robson and Jang's predictions. Robson has messaged me and told me that he would like to see Chark to have 115 or more receiving the yards this week. And Minshew is going to throw zero picks. His score prediction is 28-24 to the Jaguars. So that leaves me with the defensive side. And if I'm being quite honest with you, I haven't got a clue what is going to happen on our defence this week. Solely down to not knowing who's playing. And if I'm honest, what what type of defence is going to come out. And we're going to see more of the first half from the Bengals or the second half of the Bengals. Because we haven't played a full four quarters so far. So what I'm going to say now is just total garbage. And I have nothing to kind of back and support it, but I'm going to be optimistic and say Alan is going to go out and shock us because he listened to my my TV time on Jaguars Weekly and he is going to go out and get two plus sacks this week and there's going to be one interception for Wingard. Yes, that's right, I just said Wingard. And score prediction, I'm going to go for the tie at 31-31. So a very high scoring affair on both sides of the ball. Again, broken record time. As I've said, every single time it's going to be a high scoring game. And to be fair, it has. We we are letting up a lot of points on defence every single week. So we're going to go out and match them. And it's going to be a tied game this week. 31-31 as my prediction. So that concludes what we're going to talk about of how to beat the Texans this week. So I'm going to move on ever so quickly onto our Apple reviews, as I promised it over the last couple of weeks, that I was going to read a couple of out, couple out. So this is just kind of a thank you to you guys for supporting us and taking your time out, firstly, to listen to this podcast. We are getting quite a lot of good listens to every single one and every podcast we do, it's getting more and more. Maybe not this one, if you don't like listening to my voice and and um, you probably haven't switched in to listen to all of this one but might be listening out to Robson um, but I promise this is only a one-off that shouldn't happen every single week so we can get me and Robson back on it back going forward from next week when we do the review show and hopefully that'll be lovely and happy as we talk about us beating the Texans or even that thirty-one thirty-one tie would be lovely as well for us so on to the Apple reviews I've got four here I'm going to read out The first one is titled Loving It. So I think this one is a bit of banter because it says top quality podcasts. Really enjoy listening to the boys and their unrealistic positivity about a limited QB. Keep up the good work, guys. So uh, firstly, I'll say thank you for the for the kind words there. Um, But I'm not so sure about that. unrealistic and limited QB situation so um, yeah we'll leave that one there um, this next one is come in from Chaka19 um, great podcast for UK fans so loving the podcast so far getting better and better and more insightful each episode doesn't hurt when you get a shout out for beating the host in fantasy that week so actually that's one of my friends Darren He's got his nickname Shaka, so Shaka19. So, um, yeah, thanks Darren on that one. This one is coming from Duval28, says titled Great Pod. Great stuff so far, guys. Informative and keeps you engaged throughout. Love the knowledge you bring about the Jags. Apologies if I've not kept it informative and engaging this week. I apologise, but... Thank you very much for your view and continue to listen to us. And finally, we've got one from a guy called Jonathan. His title says, Falcons fan in the UK. So, not a Jags fan. I think I gathered that from the title. But I really enjoy this pod. Very well put together and lads that know a lot about Jags. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks, Jonathan, for trading your team at the um falcons and listening to us and really really do appreciate it so we will continue to do this um in up and coming weeks we'll probably start to look at some of the spotify reviews and whatever other platform you guys have been reviewing so all if i can just get you to do if you haven't done so already please get onto your um desired platform give us a five star rating leave us a review It can be positive, negative, banter, whatever you want, but it's all about leaving the five stars for us if you believe in this podcast and continue to listen because we are watching these numbers grow each week, so you all are coming back to listen for more, so thank you very much again on that. So last points just on social medias. You all know by now our Twitter handle, at JaguarsGB, or we've got our Facebook, facebook.com slash JagsATP, And also, you can send us an email, which is jagsatp at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us us about absolutely anything, how you can get involved, if you'd like to order any personalised merchandise, so any t-shirts or anything from us, or jackets and stuff, they're coming in the pipeline. At the moment, on Facebook, I have got a little like and heart reaction um, post up to see what t-shirt we're going to... Go for and roll out next and you can see me modelling in a week or so's time. So please quickly go on there. That closes on Friday afternoon. So I think that's everything for today. This has probably been the most nerve-wracking thing I've had to do. Sitting in front of a laptop just looking at absolutely nothing um, on my own. Not really speaking to anybody and not knowing how this is going to sound and getting a reaction from my friend Robson so thank you very much all for listening hopefully you have listened through to the end and I haven't bored you to death completely um we will be back next week but stay in touch with us especially continue to chat to us especially on game day as we will be giving you the quarterly updates on the Texans game see you all again bye bye